0: Okay, everybody, check this out. This is episode number seven on Festool Shop Talk, of course, because you just hit the button to play us. This is a very special one for me because I'm interviewing a very good friend of mine. Her name is Alma Rosa Villalobos. She's from Chicago, Illinois, and she's the owner-operator of Pink Soul Studios. And if you're out there considering starting a woodworking business, Alma, you have to listen to her because she's just going to tell you to do it. Welcome to Festival Shop Talk. This is a real special one from me. We have Alma Rosa Villalobos. That's me. <laughs> Did I say the last name right? You did, yeah.
1: Very good. I
0: practiced (laughs) all last night to make sure. I just know you as Alma from Pink Soul (laughs) Studios. Everybody, if you aren't following Alma, go follow her immediately at Pink Soul Studios. She is from Chicago, Illinois. So I got to introduce you, Alma. Yeah. And as as I introduce you, I want everybody to know... You're a friend of mine, first and foremost,
1: which Absolutely. is
0: to me important. And uh, when somebody asks me what's Alma like, <laughs> I say she's a renaissance woman in the woodworking industry. Um, she she is a woodworker, an artist, a designer, an entrepreneur, and now a teacher. Does wow. that sum it up? <laughs>
1: Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I've done one, one teaching gig, but I I did enjoy it. Good. Um, I think the only thing to add is, uh, I'm a mom, I'm a stay at home mom. And that is actually what got me started in all of this. So good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I think, I think that was going to come out anyhow, uh, Yeah. <laughs> because it's really important. And the reason I wanted to get you on here, Alma, is oh. I wanted people to understand how important it is to create a business for stay at home individuals and how possible it is and how you have done it. And I think what I see online, a very small space. Yeah. Okay. So enough about that. Here's the, how do you say the big question that I always ask about everybody? And this is weird. Cause when somebody asks me about this, asks me this question, I go, I don't know. So here we go. Tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get started? What was your background? And let's go from there.
1: Uh, so I started years ago before all of the Instagram and social medias and and, and stuff like that. Um, in my 20s, I, I've always been a maker. So in my 20s, I kind of circulated. I, I lived in Detroit at the time, and that's where I grew up. And so I circulated the art scene there and learned how to make things um you know from that standpoint as like a as an artist as wanting to create installation pieces and things like that and so that carried on throughout my life you know I'd buy a house and wanted certain things that I couldn't afford and so i I was like i'll just I'll make it you know um, and I think when I really got serious is when I when my son was born um, we had bought a house here in Chicago and Um, I knew that I was going to be staying home with him. And so I just wanted to create and build things for him. You know, I always thought it was really cool cool when, you know, parents that were into making things, uh, you know, they would make their toys or their first bed and things like that. So, um, that's pretty much how I got started and and got serious with it. It was when, once my son was born, I knew that there was going to be a, a time that I would I'd have to myself and, um, sure. and I would need that, you know, <laughs> uh, Sure. <laughs> so I kind of dived into woodworking and I got onto Instagram. It was relatively not new, but people weren't, were not were just starting to use it as uh, from a maker woodworking standpoint. And I met a bunch of people on there, um, mm. and made a bunch of friends and, uh, yeah. And just this community is great. Um, and, and that's, Pretty much how it started and how it got to where it is now.
0: <laughs> I always, it just, when I first met you, I think you came to a festival class. Is that right? I did, yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> somebody will ask, I always got to go for personal experience because somebody will say, Hey, Sedge, is everybody your friend? And I, <laughs> when I think of you, Alma, you're everybody's friend. <laughs> I try to be. You know, so like, well, no, it's cool. It's like <laughs> when I first met you, I was just like, oh, this this lady's going to be a friend of mine the rest of my life. And it, we've known each other for quite a few years. Yeah, that was a okay, good time. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, that was uh, a great cool. class. Yeah, it's, it was fun getting to know you. And that little letter you sent to us afterwards, we still have it hanging up somewhere around festival. It meant so much to us. Uh, so so much. And I I tell you that every time I see you. Jonah, I I,
1: <laughs> you do.
0: <laughs> so this is kind of a everybody out there listening and watching. This is kind of a weird episode because Alma and I are just shooting the general BS and we're friends. <laughs> great, so correct. I, I think it, that's great. Oh, by the way, Jason said to say hi. I just got off the phone with him. Love that guy. Yeah, me too. He's uh he's <laughs> another kindred he's another kindred spirit. of he mine, really is. like You are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a little bit more about your background. Did you go to school for design, art? Do you have any, or did it just come naturally to you?
1: Um, I went to very little art school. <laughs> like, I did it for a very small amount of time. <laughs> um, a month? School, it was a semester. Um, school wasn't cool. always, uh, you know, wasn't in my cards. It. Uh, yeah. I like doing things with my hands, and I think... Um, I was taught at a very young age that, you know, just do it, right? Like, if you want to do it, try it. So um, I was fortunate enough to have, you know, uh, grandparents and parents that always supported that with me. Um, But yeah, I think for me, it it, it becomes, it's just, it's just something that I want to do. You know, Um, I wasn't officially trained by anyone, Um, YouTube, I guess, and you, (laughs) (laughs) That was going to be my official training. Don't tell anybody that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, too cool. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing what you pick up on YouTube, isn't it? It's amazing what you pick up on Instagram. Yeah. And some of the designs out there, and I always ask people, where did you come up with this? Yeah. And uh, I'm totally into YouTube and social media because I think back – 30 years ago and yeah. boy, what what would have my business have been if I had this at my right? second call it's crazy so
1: yeah.
0: okay so I know you sell your stuff on Etsy where else anywhere else or do you have custom people well when, do people call in and say hey I need something
1: yeah you know I get um, I, I have a website as well pinksoulstudios.com so there I sell a lot of things too um I, I limited, I only really do projects and items that I, I want to do and that I uh, like. Um, yeah. So that's great. And I'm, I'm yeah. really fortunate to be able to do that. Um, yep. And I think, I mean, I feel like it comes through on my builds and on what I sell, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, the majority of my business as well has come through Instagram and through yeah. online. Oh. So yeah, I, I, oh, wow. I don't do, I'm not very like, I don't have a lot of business locally. It's, I ship a lot and I get a lot of people that DM me and want to know if I can, if I can do, you know, do something on the CNC, a template or whatever, or if I know yeah. someone. So yeah. Huh. huh.
0: I know you do all that CNC work and I'm just so yeah. impressed with it. I know you have, um, a lot of custom push sticks and custom squares and, Mm -hmm. you know, I I would imagine, is that a constant flow of orders for you?
1: It goes up and down. I mean, it really depends, you know, um, Hmm. I, I think when you, when you introduce a new product to, you know, we all have a captured audience, right? I think when you introduce a new product to that, you have a spike and then it kind of dips
0: and Uh, levels
1: out. So I have a lot yeah. of those. If I, if I try to introduce it again after a few months, I'll get a little bit more of a you know spike. But um, I mean, I've done well over a hundred push sticks, maybe maybe even more. I lost track. I mean, and I they're custom, getting, and they're you all custom, custom. engraved them. Oh, right. yeah. So I put awesome. logos on. I'll put logo on whatever I can. If you want your logo on it, I'll try to do it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm on the top of my head. I, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I could sit still
0: for a while. Put a big tea lock There you go. <laughs> so uh, I saw also on your website, uh, you sell your plans. And I was really impressed when you did that uh, record holder, that album yeah, holder. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. And I was like, thanks. Well, no, it's cool because I didn't know you, you had vinyl. And I have a ton of vinyl because I'm yeah, an yeah. old dude. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I often think about because here in Indy, I know somebody who has a record store and he wants to buy some of my collection. And I, I just can't pat with it. Right. So right. when I saw that, I got inspired, and I may be yeah. building one next year. Do it. So thank you. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's it's. I'm I'm a person where I think you know that, and you just said it, I'm a Necessity, I'll build it instead of going buying it.
1: Right. Right. Yeah, that you was know? a co- collab with a client, a, friend, a client friend of mine. So cool. her husband is a huge vinyl collector. And so it was very specific. Like they had specific sizes and yeah, he has a really large, like really large collection. I think they've already outgrown that cabinet. Um, wow. And that was wow. a pretty big cabinet. So I got lucky with that. I had so many requests that I, I almost had to make it digital. Um, there was just nothing really, there wasn't too much out there um, yeah. with that sort of style. Um, and, yeah, it was fun. It was my first really all Festool build, too. Like, even in the plans, it's, like, very specific, like, Festool domino, Festool track saw, like, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got him, huh? You got him. Yeah,
1: I got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, you, know be, you know what
0: would be really cool is if you can make one of those for Henry Rollins, right? Because that guy's got a record collection. Like, I, oh, my God, he's so oh, prolific. Yeah. Yeah. that's all he does is buy albums Yeah, that's his only vice. he says <laughs> too cool okay so what CNC do you have and how big
1: um, I have an Avid CNC 60x60 60 60 Pro so it's 5x5 yep. five five, which is now,
0: w- pretty good size really t- I know uh, you're really um, you're really adept with all the uh, uh, electronics and everything
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um how uh how difficult was it for you to understand all of it uh pretty easy to operate yeah i what was the learning yeah, curve I should
1: yeah be? i think the learning curve it, it depends on the machine this is my third fourth machine so you know wow um, right so i started with uh an x-carve and i didn't have that for very long i i outgrew it right hmm. away um and uh, so I think the actual programming for each machine is is a little bit different. Um, I also okay. have the shaper, the shaper Origin. So
0: mm-hmm. um, I just got one.
1: Oh, did you? Voodoo yep. uh, woodworking, voodoo as uh, as you say all the time, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I, I have a couple expletives in there.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. The, I, I, I think, saw the I prototypes. Think, yeah. Yeah. yeah i think I think that's what it is like I think it's that is, as as cause the design is always the same you know you're always going to import the same, so yeah. that design part doesn't change, but um what the machine runs on um and and spitting out that g code and figuring that out that's right. really the learning curve and everything else for me is like I just learn as I go like I'm constantly if you watch my stories I'm constantly breaking these bits they're not yep. cheap. They're like 40 bucks, but I has, know. like, like, yeah, I could, I guess be super careful and, and really dive into trying to figure every single one out. But I mean, just do it. <laughs> and, you know, eventually, eventually you will get it. Like, right, just, just do it. And, and I mean, I don't break as many anymore, Like, but <laughs> yeah.
0: that's been a common theme recently amongst us friends. Is you're going to make mistakes. Just go through the mistakes, and that's how you get. That's how you hone your craft. I think it's working yeah. through the mistakes, but learning exactly and not doing two or three times. It's, right? I mean,
1: and I I think it's like it's that problem solving that we all love too, right? Like, yeah, you know, there are at least three different ways that you can cut a board. But what's going to be, you know, mm-hmm. what's going to be the most efficient? And then for me, a lot of the time is what's going to bring me the most joy out of Work working with that, you know, do I yep. like, do I always just want to use the table saw? No. Like sometimes it's really exciting to use this track saw, you know, like sure, um, it, there's, there's all different ways. And I think it just depends. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I always tell people there's a hundred ways to skin a cat and work and what your preferred way of doing something.
1: Yeah. What, and, what, uh, what do you like
0: doing? What do you have at your access? Yep. How can you make it happen? What's the easiest path of uh least resistance you know, and that's how I look at it. But the one thing I will coach you, and I'm going to ask you this question because I already know the answer, Alma. Okay. And I, I, I mentioned I will be flipping around on a bunch of different questions. How long ago did you start doing this? You said you were doing it way before social media. How long do you think you've been doing this? <clears throat> mm, I,
1: uh, I would say at least at least twenty years.
0: Yeah. Okay. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. Yeah. I already know. You're, are you still passionate the day you started?
1: Oh, yeah. I think it. it I know. Yeah. Yeah. You could
0: tell. You could yeah. tell when you talk to somebody. Uh, and, and I go overboard sometimes, and I'm sorry, I'm a little cornered, no. but there's, no. some, <laughs> there's something <laughs> about using that track song. I mean, I cut with my first tracks on 2004, and yeah. I still get giddy. I've been working for about 40 years in the woodworking industry. I still get giddy when I see it. Yeah. I am so to the to this day, I'm still passionate about woodworking. And the nice thing is, I work for Festool, so it's yeah. not about me. But I just wanted to make sure that everybody understands: if you are passionate about something, follow it. Right. And what you what you just said earlier, just do it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. I, I think somebody has a. A company has that logo. Huh? I that's should logo. try to
1: coin that. Shouldn't I? I think I, I should, should probably get a make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too cool. Okay, so I'm on your. way. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How often does that CNC every day work every day?
1: No, not right now. No. <laughs> um, I we are currently homeschooling our kid, so and oh, that's that's yeah. me. So. So I am a teacher, um, just not when we're, um, no, that's cool
0: though. Yeah. It's Uh, the flexibility.
1: Yep. Yep. That's, and that's, what's so great about all of this. Right. Um, and, and again, I do feel very fortunate that, that we can, you know, not only can I put this business on hold, um, and we can also homeschool our kid, you know, so, um, weekends is when it runs the most. Um, and I try to, I mean, I just try to keep it running, um, with whatever, you know, I get makers that contact me about templates that they need mm-hmm. um, for their projects. Um, you know, I'll get people, I, I've gotten makers that have, they've done their cutting boards, but they want engraving on it and they just, they don't have the room for their own CNC or it's just not in their uh, budget. Oh, wow. So yeah. So, you know, I'll do it here, you know, or um, yeah, I mean a lot of the stuff too. Yeah. I do for a lot of other makers. I love collaborating with other makers. I think yeah, that's, wow. that's what's, you know, really the most fun about having a shop with all the fun, cool toys, you know, is being able to bring in my friends and, (laughs) and other makers, right?
0: (laughs) It's a, the woodworking community, um, is one heck of a community. It's a very giving community. And boy, when I got involved with social media, I was so stoked to see how popular the woodworking community is coming together with all the makers. And it's just, it's a great collaboration. Yeah. It was Everybody. fun watching
1: you get on the uh, social media. I, like when we first met, you were at like three three thousand followers or something. And we were—I remember us both sitting in the training room, and we're like, "You're like, I don't, I don't, I'm, just, I'm just having fun. I'm just having fun." That's all and it and is. like, look at this, and and we were both like, "Yeah, it's it's really cool. <laughs> like how yeah, people just—they want to see us have fun." And
0: <laughs> I,
1: but that's. But that I
0: would be doing it anyhow.
1: I'm exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly. I'm teaching people about festo and Festival's Sedge and having a heck of a time. What right. else am I gonna do? Right. Oh, right. it takes a lot of effort. <clears throat> I'm a Mr. Right. One take, right? Right. So <laughs> you know what I also I like about it and uh, about the community is um people messaging you and asking you questions and I love I love that. I love replying to people. Yeah. I tell people all the time, "Hey, just message me." Well, you're really busy. I go, "So what? I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm, that's what I do for a living, you know." So I was just really blessed that we can do Festival Shop Talk now, and also Festival Live. So it's, uh, it's that's what got me through the pandemic, right? Right. You know. Okay, so here's a, here's one. <clears throat> what the heck is wood butter goodness?
1: <laughs> exactly what it says. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you guys make that.
1: I do. Yeah. Yeah. I make it here. And yeah, it's, I mean, it's, there's no secret, right. To, you know, what people use on their cutting boards or to refresh kitchen utensils and things like that. So you Google it on online and find your own recipe and tweak it a little. So that's all I did was just tweaked uh, a little bit, a few different recipes that I found online. And And yeah, so.
0: It's good because it's food safe.
1: It's totally food safe. And, Everybody has
0: asked me, "Hey, what do you put on cutting boards? What do you put on spoons? Wooden spoons?" I go, "Now I know wood butter yeah.
1: goodness." Wood butter goodness. Come on now. You know it.
0: <laughs> okay, so you reached out to me a few weeks ago, or maybe a month ago, Alma. I'm sorry, I'm just lost in time these days. I know, right? And uh, time is crazy. Oh, can you believe it's uh, uh, November? It's November. Right? You were gonna
1: say August. <laughs>
0: I can't believe how quick this year is. Every going. holiday
1: that goes by, I'm like, right after the holiday, I'm like, ah, what should we do for Halloween? I'm like, oh wait, that was that was two weeks ago. Wait, wait, Halloween. <laughs> yeah, we're we're on to Thanksgiving now. So let me let me try to get on that.
0: <laughs> I just looked at my schedule. I don't think I have a break until Thanksgiving. And boy, am I going to eat a lot of turkey. Uh, I think we're going to I think we're going to the Bents for uh, Thanksgiving. Of course, I'm excited about Come that. Come on
1: now, I'm, I'll wait for my uh, invitation there. Uh. Jason. <laughs> okay.
0: You're going to work? Hey, you're going to workbench con, right?
1: Yeah, I'll be there.
0: All right. I'm going as well this year. Yeah. So that'll be wicked oh, 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 or dangerous.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> you know it. Okay. Hey, are you wanna? are you teaching down at workbench con?
1: I'm, I'm going to sit on a panel. Uh, oh, we're cool. doing a, uh, there's a few of us, uh, that'll be on a panel. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's, it's me, Katie from Freeman furnishings, Shar. Uh, Wooden Maven, Woby, oh, cool. uh, Woby uh, Design, a band from Woby Design, and then I think Charlotte, at Charlotte's house, is going to monitor it. But it's um, oh, cool. It's basically a, it's going to be a panel about uh, building a, a a bigger table. I think is what we're calling it. Or um, it's oh. it's going to be about diversity in the maker space, right? Like really how do cool. we, you know, yeah, how do we uh, bring attention to uh, you know makers? Uh, of all kinds, you know, and how do we diversify everybody's cool. feed and, and diversify branding and, and things like that. So cool. It be that's, my first,
0: that's my first time down there and I'm really excited for it. Okay. So you reached out to me a, a while ago and you asked me about a couple tips and tricks on teaching. Yeah. Um, how did it great go for tips. you?
1: Tell, you gave me great Tell me tips. about it.
0: You gave great mouth. tips,
1: by the way. Great tips.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Somebody actually listened.
1: <laughs> I know. I, I did. Um, the one that I thought that I'm going to share that you gave, and I and I didn't even think about it, but I remember once you told me, I remembered that it is what you did in the class that you taught that, that first, very first class that I took with you um, was uh, check in with everybody in the room and find out where where they're comfortable with. So ask yeah. them, you know, have everybody tell you um, what tools they've used and, and what their comfort level is, basically. And that, and then from there, you teach the one with the least amount of experience. I'm giving away your tricks here. You like this?
0: It's okay. It's, by the <laughs> way, that's teaching 101. Right, exactly. I didn't, I didn't know I didn't I doing that. And a, a, a teacher with a Ph.D., came up to me and said, Did you go to school for this? I went, No, it's just this is what I do. Yeah. You know, so go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I went I basically concentrated on the on the few people that had the least amount of experience. And it was great to see that everybody that had a little bit more experience would start to uh, you know, fall into helping as well and, and mm-hmm. putting in, you know, a little bit more time with the people that didn't. So um it worked out great. It was a it was a lot of fun. So I, yeah. I want to
0: do it again, definitely. Cool. So you know how everybody does their introductions? Yeah. Uh, the last uh, three years I was teaching, um, just to break the ice, I'd, I would go through and do all of that. I'm going to give away another tip. Everybody okay. pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. <laughs> so everybody's <laughs> nervous in that room, and I go, okay, tell us your name, who are you from, blah, 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 blah. Everybody can do that, right? Then the last thing I would say is, okay, now, the most important question is I want you to remember this. Or, okay, and tell me, what was your favorite rock – what was your favorite concert? Everybody would do this. (laughs) They would look up. Right? But guess what? That broke the ice, and it really gave a common thread amongst everybody in that room. And that's another tip I use. I just like doing it because I like to hear what people's music preferences are. (laughs) Right. You know? And then I tell them mine, and I go, ooh, I wouldn't want to be at that show with you, Sedge. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk. I'm looking at my questions here. you answered quite a few, but here's one for you. All
1: right.
0: Who is your, two, it's a Tupac question. I love a Tupac your, question. Sometimes <laughs> I, as I'm talking, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I do have an accent. You know, every once in a while, I'll go back and to something and I'll go, I'll go, who? oh, I guess I do talk like that. Okay. So who is your so, biggest influence so Is in it your is life? it Tupac? No, it's a two pack. It's, it's a two pack. It's two pack. It's a two pack. Okay. So, who's your. <laughs> no one's going to understand this podcast. Shut up. Uh, we'll Shut laugh it at down. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. So, two pack question. Who was your biggest influence in your life and Ooh. who was your biggest influence in your business? This is a tough one.
1: It is a tough because one.
0: Because <clears throat> I know, I know.
1: Um, I think for me, for my life, it's always been first and foremost, my family. Um, and Same. yeah, and, 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 my mom, probably my biggest one, she passed away last December. So this might be a little bit hard, but, um, yeah, she was just always there for me. Like when we talk yeah. about, when we talked about, um, you know, just doing it, she was always the one that was like, you can do it. You know, like if, if she needed something or I, I was like, man, this bed is $2,000 and you know, I don't have $2,000 for this nice bed or whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to build it. And, you know, and she'd say, you, you, you can do it, right? Like you can do it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can do it. It can't be that hard. I, I can do it. And so her joke was always, you know, that it was that I would, my, her joke was always the, it can't be too hard. That's what I would yeah. always say. So, um, I think for me, yeah, it's definitely my mom, um, just being that cheerleader and, and, Mm -hmm. and always being there and and my, my dad too, always making sure that I had what I needed to, to do those things versus just, you know, we'll we'll just buy it for you. You know what I mean? It was, okay, -hmm. we need to create that, right? Like, um, even at a very young age. Um, so I think for, for life that I would say that my, my family, um, you know, uh, I'm very fortunate to have a very supportive family. Um, yeah. and, and for business, I think, you know, for me, it's, it's a lot of different people okay. in the community. Like, I don't know that it's any one person that's really inspiring me. I think it's really inspiring to be on Instagram and kind of <laughs> pick from different nice. makers to see, you know. Um, nice. Nice what I can what I can learn from, you know.
0: So maybe that I'm not answering for you, but maybe that would be your biggest influence in business is the Instagram community. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's it's so easy and nice to be able to reach out to people and ask questions and, you know
0: <laughs> So you know how much I love you, Alma. And you yeah. know that first question? That's yeah. my parents were my biggest influence in my life. Yeah. And I'm gonna give you I'm gonna feed you one more. I met a person about Uh, 14 years ago in Columbus, Ohio Uh I won't won't name any names but he was in class the week before and he came up to me and he goes remember that question I asked you? Who are the 25 most influential people in your life excluding your direct family no uncles, no aunts no nephews Uh, it could be a good person or a bad person and who influenced you? You know what he did? At that show he handed me his book that he wrote and that has inspired me my entire uh, last 14 years because yeah. you don't know it could be a bad person and you don't want to be that bad person, but that person has influenced you. Yeah, That is why I personally like Instagram and I like YouTube because you get influenced by people that, you know what? Oh, I'm not going to do it that way, but right. I'm learning from that person. Yep. So I just want to, I just want to throw that at you and maybe point, Put another seed in your brain about who influences you because it's oh, yeah. so important.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I've always good, bad, or indifferent. Yeah, I've always felt that way. Like, no matter who you meet, every single person that you meet, you're going to learn something yes. from them, right? It, and yes. and it could be bad, but you could have a really crappy relationship, but you've learned something yep. from that, and hopefully you've gone further, right? And gone the other way. But but every single person that you meet. You're going to learn something, you know?
0: Just, and I, and I, all the time, I'm, I'm constantly reminding myself to do this <laughs> and listen. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so important to listen. People just want to be listened to, and that's all. But I got to be very careful because I. <laughs> no. <You>? Wow. <laughs> okay, so here's another one. Right. Uh, um, what advice would you give someone who wants to? Is maybe a stay-at-home mom, parent, and is looking to make a shift into something like this. Maybe it's woodworking, uh, maybe it's a, a textile art, maybe it's some an art with some paper. And how do you get started? How do you? What's some advice you can give them? Like, what were some of your struggles getting going with this?
1: Um, I mean, I do. I actually get this question quite often from people. That will DM me and say, you know, how how do I like? I want to do woodworking, or, you know, I I saw whatever. I want to do this. How do I get started? And this is going to shock you, but I tell them, just do it. Like, get started. Get started. Right. Like, just do it. Just get like it. It doesn't have to cost you. I I didn't start with festival, right? I didn't start at the at the top Mm -hmm. with with the premium. Um, I, I think, you know, you can. There are plenty of videos out there and, and and content creators that'll show you how to do things, you know, at a for for very for next to nothing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the, the first thing to do is to figure out exactly what it is that you want to do. So if it's woodworking or if it's building, you know, you know, if it's textile or whatever it is, figure it out and, and then do that research on, on what you need to get started and just start, Mm -hmm. just start what, take that first step. That's always the hardest with even for me still, you know, starting a project, taking that first step on, you know, creating a new product or, you know, working on, on really anything. That's the hardest is taking that first step and going. Um, After Mm -hmm. that, I would say, find that community, build those relationships that, you know, you're going to need, real quick to, to learn, you know, um, I feel like that's what's gotten me to where I am now in my business in my life, uh, with, you know, tool purchases, things like that is, is creating that community and building relationships. It's, I, I wouldn't be where I am if I didn't create those relationships, you know? So for me, those are the two big things, like take that first step and do it and, and start building those relationships.
0: That's really sound advice, Alma. <laughs> it really is. I got okay. So, uh, did you? I, I always I love your logo. Did you design your own logo?
1: I did. Yeah, I I oh, always so had cool. it in my head, and then had a couple people help me tweak it to get it digitally where it should be for, um, you know, for marketing.
0: So, did you did you do your own web design?
1: I did. I use Squarespace, so it's super easy. <laughs> I know. Not an ad. It's not so an easy. ad.
0: <laughs> I, know, I know. Not
1: sponsored, but it but it was really <laughs> oh, my <easy> <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh my god. And how difficult is it to set up an Etsy account? Is it difficult?
1: No, it's so easy. It's it's um, you know what 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 is really cool about Etsy is is how easy. But and I think that it's for the artist, so mm-hmm. it's not like. You don't have to hit the ground running with, you know, an LLC and a business bank account. You can be, you know, a grandma knitting things and want to sell, like, a couple of things on the side. And it's super easy to get started, you know. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's really easy.
0: That's what I, I wanted to get across to our audience. Just, <laughs> just, do <it. laughs> just do it. But but it you don't have to have all this... Uh, a software, uh, or how do you say, Yeah, I don't have to be so computer savvy to this. Right. They have made things really easy for you. Right. And right. if you have a talent, I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a talent, you need to do something with that and teach right. people that talent because right. that that's what the beauty of our community is, is to share. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and help and help other people. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I'm <laughs> going to ask you a Festool question. What's your favorite Festool?
1: Bring it. Um, I love the Sanders. That's where I started. That was like that was my. <laughs> I think
0: that's a first.
1: That's a that, first. I know, right? That was my gateway drug, though, to Festool. <laughs> <Fiscal>, you know, <laughs> the whole reason I got into it, you know, was yeah. the the Sanders. It was at the time no one else that I could find on Instagram and all this was, I think I bought my first festival in 2017. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And I, at the time there was not a big presence in the maker community. Festival did not have a big presence in the maker community Uh at that time. They were very profesh, right? Like that was the marketing for them, which made sense. And somebody posted something uh, and I saw that it was 99.3. 9% 9% or whatever dust free. Right. Uh, and I was like, I'm going to look into this and yeah. the price was shocking. <clears throat> um, of but course. I did my research and it made sense. I'm a, I'm a stay at home mom. My kid is in the room either with me or next to me. Um, so spending that money and making that investment on myself and my business for where mm. I was at made the most sense. And it, it literally changed my life. And I'm not just saying that like, it changed the way I was able to do things because I was finally able to. At the time, my shop was in the basement, so I was able to hang out with my kid right in the next room where his playroom was and sand and not worry about, right? You know, it, it getting everywhere. Um, yeah. So.
0: And do I see a capex in the background?
1: That is a capex, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I see you using the track saw a lot.
1: I do. I love the track saw. I think most underrated, would it be considered a tool? I'm not sure, or an accessory. Is the uh, MFT, what you're leaning we on now?
0: A, we consider it a tool. Yeah. Tool. Most people think it's an accessory because it's, it's a, basically a workbench, but a yeah. crosscut station it's as well, and so a routing so station. So
1: underrated. I totally
0: agree. Yeah. <laughs> so I underrated. think the MFT is a game changer. But yeah. what's your take? Give me some more take on it.
1: Uh, I mean, agreed. Like it's, it's totally underrated. Um, I have my MF MFT slash three here. I have a couple other ones in my basement, small ones, the, but I use them too as work bunches. Um, and I just think setup is so quick. You know, when you want to get things square and, mm-hmm. and get going, it's just, it's done. You don't, there's no I don't know. There's just no messing around, and the fact that again, it's that system, right? Like it right. just all works, and it's it's nice to have all of that.
0: <laughs> Too cool. <laughs> and that, so you have what size dust extractor do you have? The small, big, medium.
1: Uh, I have <laughs> in my two car garage. I have a thirty six, a twenty six, and then I have my basement. <laughs> I have the midi. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> I'm, a bit, I'm a bit spoiled. I'm a bit spoiled. <laughs> wow, do you have a Domino? I do the 500. Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we call you here at Festool preferred customer. <laughs> 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 oh, this is so cool. I didn't
1: know you had that much Festool, Alma. I do. I have uh, one. I mean, I have this whole cart with. I've I've all kinds of Sanders. I think I have all the Sanders. It feels like I
0: have all the Sanders. I do too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody once asked me how how much vestal do you have, such? I go, I have a whole warehouse. If I don't have enough, right, know,
1: exactly, I mean, exactly.
0: Oh God, I don't think every day I come in here. How much I love working for this company.
1: It shows. It shows.
0: Oh, yeah, that's it's it's passion. It's enthusiasm. You got it too, Alma. Yeah. All right. So how has the, I I know you're homeschooling. It's Fox, right? That's your son's name? Yep. Fox. Yep. Fox. What a cool name. Um, And I see him out in your shop a lot. Make sure that keeps happening because I'm trying my kids, grandkids were out there with me. How was the, did you see a downturn in your business with uh, the pandemic hit. And how have you gotten through this? I mean, I know you work from home. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But I know you're um, homeschooling now.
1: Yeah. So last year I did really great. I had, he, my son was still doing remote school. So it was a little bit easier. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and I was able to, I didn't, I, I pretty much stay the same. There was a little bit of a ramp up where I think I was super successful last year and, and going a little bit into this year. Um, was with the influencer part of Pink School Studios. So I actually mm-hmm. got quite a few, um, you know, deals that way. Um, okay. This year that I'm homeschooling, I've chosen to pretty much put things on to other, make. you know, I'll pass jobs on, um, yep. which is actually, I really enjoy, As it, it sounds weird, but I really enjoy, like, being able to connect client to the right maker as well. Um uh, yep. because those clients come to me, they trust me. Uh, yep. and they want me to do it and I say, Well, I can't and what's a better way to say that than like I can't but this guy or girl like I totally trust. This is who I would go to if I stuff, ah. you know what I mean, and I couldn't make it, yep. right? So I've been doing a lot yeah. of that this year as well. Um that's
0: which is, yeah, that's which is the beauty fun. of networking. That's the exactly. beauty of getting that network together and you can recommend people. And it's just, it's a, it's a good feel, as I always say. Exactly. For sure. So future growth. I always (laughs) I love asking this because what's the future? What's your growth? What are your expectations? Do you want to take it further, bigger, keep it the same? What do you think?
1: I definitely want to go further. So I think for me, for future growth would be locally. Um, I'd love mm-hmm. to be able to, to, to grow a little bit more locally um, with, especially with my CNC and, mm-hmm. you know, be able to sort of showcase that more, you know, with projects and, and, and things like that. But, um, and then I also, I think I'd like to do more, I'd like to grow more in the influencer content creator Um, world. Right. Um, I, I do get a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say a lot, but I've gotten quite a few, um, messages from people that are like, Hey, it's really cool to see somebody like you, like me, that looks like me, you know, out there in the world. And, Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate what you do. So I think, I think for me, like that would be exciting as well to do a little bit more of that, of the, of the content creator influencing type stuff. So That's where I'd like to grow.
0: (laughs) And keep teaching, Alma. Yeah. You're a natural.
1: Yeah, I definitely would love to teach uh, as well. Do more classes would be fun.
0: Because you have to pass on your vision, as I always say, or your designed vision, your artistic know-how. And also, what we've been talking about, your entrepreneurship. Yeah. Just doing it, right? Yeah. And motivating people. I think you're just a natural motivator. Oh, that's, that's my take on it. Yeah. Because you're my buddy. Thanks. You'll always be my buddy. <laughs> and I love seeing people grow.
1: Yeah. It's fun, you right? Like, it's fun seeing it is your friends. It's so cool. It's I could like, care yeah. less.
0: I, I tell people all the time, I'm done. What yeah. about you? <laughs> you know? Right, right. And that's the name. Hey, I'm going to go order some wood butter goodness, baby. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so. Are there any questions you have for me or Festool?
1: Man, I don't know. I didn't think of that one. Uh I don't.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's really good. Oh, no, yeah. yeah, right. Guys, sometimes that's the Pandora's box for me when I ask oh, that I'm, question. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hey, when's Festool coming up? When's Festival coming out with this? Yeah. I love when's, that by the way. When's
1: my tracks all getting here? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mine's
0: been backboarded for a couple weeks. What's up with that? I go. I'll go. I like guess I go. Let me go to the factory. I'll go make it for you.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> is there going to be? Oh, uh, is there going to be? I do have a question. Is there going to be more swag for uh, Christmas? I know. A few years ago, you guys did that.
0: Ooh, I don't know. Right. I, need, I need. I need more.
1: Sw- I need more swag, man.
0: Okay, but I do know this. <laughs> And I'm going to let a, a little out of the bag here. Let's do I it. Think I'm, I, think, I think I'm able to. With the success of Fest Tool Live and now the success of Festool Shop Talk, next year we're setting up several dates across the country. I got a nod I could talk about. It. <laughs> several dates across the country, whether we do it from somebody's shop or a school or somebody's tool store, wherever, or maybe a show. We're going to take Festool Live, and we'll still do Festool Live, and we're also going to do Shop Talk while we're in the area. We're going to be in people's shops. right? Nice. So we're really excited. It's going to be across the country and also some in Canada. And I am so stoked about this because just the response I've had for a couple of things and what I've always wanted was a Festool Live T-shirt.
1: Right, right.
0: Okay, and a Festool Shop Talk T-shirt. I'm a T-shirt fanatic, <laughs> and – uh
1: I'll double send you, I'll send you one of way. these
0: double extra large, by the way. Okay. Got it. Uh, got I just, it. <laughs> I, I want, I want everybody to understand out that Alma um, uh, where uh, we're working on a lot of different swag for, for everybody. And yeah. we're working on a lot of uh, really cool things going forward. We got so many exciting things happening. I'm really stoked for the future that's of Festival and social media. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Exciting. So tell everybody where they can find you
1: uh in my shop (laughs) uh it would be pink soul studios across the board so pinksoulstudios.com or here on instagram at pink soul studios so
0: way cool okay and alma i'm gonna wrap this up and i'm gonna say this we love you here at festool i love you you're our friend will always be our friend I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule because everybody's got a busy schedule these days yeah. to spend a few minutes with us on this Shop Talk.
1: Oh, thanks so, for having me. So, this is great.
0: Oh, my God. Always, Alma. And also, <laughs> this is going to live on in about a week, Big D. Uh, we're going to have it on Spotify and Apple and about four or five other uh, podcast platforms. That's exciting. So stay tuned. Alma, you're number seven. You're lucky number seven. Woo-hoo! Ben was number two. So, thanks, Alma.
1: Yeah. Tell Minnie I said hi.
0: I will. Have a great (laughs) week, and I'll, I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right.